previously on Nihilus of Apathy. So you're aware of the TV show Big Brother, I hope, since we did a whole fucking episode about it. Big Brother, Big Brother. Big Brother. Big brother. Orson Welles. Is that, uh... Yes, yes, Big Brother. Yes. The show on CBS. Correct, Julie Chen. Yes. Minus the moon vest. Ah, uh, no moon Correct. vest? No more moon vest. No, how's Les doing? Not so good. I don't good. know. We should take him out for a drink. Hey! We should get... We should yeah, get come him. on, Les. He needs come to on. do it's some okay. shots. Yeah, you can come out with us. It's all right. It's fine. So, Annalise, how do you feel about Annalise being voted out? Uh, how do you feel about Annalise spiritually? I could give two shits. Okay. Like, I, I, I don't give So you're not into shits. soccer? No, man. You don't I, like soccer? I don't care, man. You don't watch any soccer at all? Do I watch soccer? No, I don't watch any soccer. Fuck that. So if you could vote anybody in the house, now I, that she's in the jury house, who yeah. would you vote out? Oh, Mickey. Mickey? Fuck him. Say Mickey. Dude, one, it's not even his real fucking name. No. He came in as Jackson. He was Jack- you can't yeah. change your fucking name in the middle. If you want to be an alter ego, you got to get it from the jump. You can't figure out day so two. So you're going to vote him out because he changed his name at the beginning. Oh, yeah, I'm that petty. Okay. Yeah, I'm All totally right. that petty. Would I you, am. like, spit cereal at him and shit if you're in the house? Oh, like, would you do little things like that? I'd bang pans. I'd do all kinds of shit. You'd get called to the diary room, like, every six seconds. Oh, yeah. I'd pee in the in the potted plants. That would be funny if you peed in the dryer. <laughs> oh, my they, God, they yes. Them. Yeah. Yes. Not the washer. Let them wash their clothes. Oh, yeah. Then you piss and cleanly. shit in the dryer. Yeah, and they're like... Dude, and then what you is these, with the fucking pissing shit in the dryer? That's the thing, though. They'd see you just start that, and they'd be like, diary room now. Producers, producers, producers. Steven to the diary room right the fuck <laughs> now. We talked about this before. Zip it back up, fella. We told you. We told you. You're just lucky it's so small, and no one can see that shit. <laughs> we are getting ratings, though, so we're going to keep you on another two Yeah, weeks, we got to so. keep you. People find you fascinating. Fascinating. And on that note... Okay, kids, it's another episode with your favorite nihilists, Steve and D. So, favorite nihilists, like... Favorite nihilists. How could you even have a favorite nihilist? You don't give a shit about anything. Doesn't mean your fans are nihilists. Oh, we're the nihilists. I would think the fans would be, too. I'm sure there are some nihilists that listen, but I would imagine a nihilist wouldn't care to fucking even listen to a podcast. Why would you care? So, but I again, why the fuck of, do you care to make one then? Someone could counter to us because we were bored and had nothing else to do. Oh yeah, it's an right. anti-nihilistic, nihilistic yeah, thing to do. Yeah, I didn't really have anything else to do. No. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, cool. Right yeah. on. Yeah, we're back. We are back. Hey. Yay! How you guys doing? So we got a shout out. Our yes. very, very first shout out. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Did you really just do that? I could have done the golf clap. I like the golf clap. Is that better? It's. I can't hear it. It sounds like you're masturbating. Yeah, that's awkward. Yeah, well. We're going to try a different clap then. You are a, a very hooray. awkward person. <laughs> Fuck so. you, dude. <laughs> wow. Yes, firing on all cylinders <laughs> tonight. Already. It is a Saturday night, and we're firing on all the cylinders. So put the little ones to bed. 
Yes, please you do. Know, yeah, so, don't uh, have this yeah. around children. Yeah, this is, just make sure they're not downloading this. This is not something for actually from our analytics. No one's downloading this, yeah, so yeah, we're so, doing all right. Yeah, I think we're on par. I think we're on yeah, par. Yeah, this is way better than I thought we'd be doing. I yeah. thought they'd have delisted us by now. So on www.nihilistsofapathy.com, we have a comment section, so you could actually send us a little blurb about how much you hate us and whatever. Yeah, we actually got one. We did. Yeah, like a legit one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I know there's the couple, ones we've been pranking each yeah, other. The ones that you and I send don't count because I hope you didn't go to that park when I sent you that pathetic. that email about meeting. Well, with don't it. worry about that. All right. Anyway, so that's let's enough, hit. that's episode sixty nine. Oh, drum roll. And so from JP JP. We I wonder what that stands for. John Paul. John Paul Jones. John Paul Jones. Okay, yeah, so. right on. Look at how great things are going. First one from I a, don't think John Paul Jones went to ASU, though. I don't think it, he was a scum devil. The email's from ASU.edu, which I'm pretty mm. sure is Arizona State University. Scum devil. Yeah. Super. So, okay. So he got a top-notch like education. So from JP, scum devil. Hey. Hey, thank you, Scum JP. devil nation. Would you like to know what his subject says? Yeah, let's hear this. So, let's hear so, how creative he is. So the subject is P-O-S. I don't think it's positive. I think it's piece of shit. Point of sale system? Oh, okay. Point of sale. Yeah, that makes a lot. He okay, cool. He system. wants to monetize us. Okay, so the awesome. subject's about point of sale. Good, So cool. this is his message. You ready? Uh-huh. You guys are piece of shits. <laughs> awesome i like this guy already uh this guy's a winner like this, this guy guy's already. on if you want to come on one i think we got use of the plural yeah and everything in a yeah one sentence asu did such a beautiful job wow that was awesome michael so, crow just got a little tear in his eye when he heard that so that was amazing when we do our scum devil episode you will be on yeah you come are, out you are invited come out no joke and you can be on the show absolutely yeah, Scum See, Devil Nation. All someone had to do was be the first shout out, and you got to be on the show. John that Paul Jones from Led Zeppelin. I Man, love John. Oh, dude. I thought he was with them Crooked Vultures. Ah, uh, that's in his his new band. His new band. Pinche Gavacho. Yeah. Hey, yeah. 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 Dude. JP, thank you so much. Thanks for the support. Thank we, you, JP. That yeah, was no. great. And Super it, shout Let out. me know if you want to talk about point of sale systems. I, I, yeah. I, I think absolutely. that's what he was talking yeah. about. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, flush that down the toilet. That's a lot of work, man. That was, Jesus. Please, wow. people, don't write again. We'd yeah. have to talk. Yeah, about you know what? Don't send comments because then the half the episode is reading no. how we're pieces of shits. Oh, that's what POS meant. No. No. All right. So what's today's topic? What are we doing today? I'm excited. All right, lay it on me. All right, you want to know? Yeah. I'm not going to tell you. Oh, okay, cool. Well, uh, it's right, definitely well, something oh. about vinyl records, or not even vinyl records. It's really just about <laughs> albums themselves. All right. So, you know, there's those epic, legendary albums that sold like 112, 35 trillion dollars. Thriller, Thriller, Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, great album. Eagles' Greatest Hits. Rumor, rumors, rumors. Yes. So you have these legendary albums, but what if we look into those albums, great albums that really, truly just suck. Okay. So now this is a key question. When you define great, are you just saying critically acclaimed or sold a ton of copies? It could be both. Okay. It could be either or. Fair. Um, 
a great album could be something that wasn't great to begin with, but is now known as legendary. Or you can go the the old fashioned way and just do sales according like Billboard or whatever. Yeah, I mean, because in the end, it's the because uh, like you said, business. Thriller. I mean, Thriller's in everybody's DNA because everybody knows Michael Jackson Thriller. What is that? Like seven or eight singles came from it. You fucking know it. Yeah, you know the fucking album. It sold album. 40 million copies. In a or... day. In one day, it sold 40 million copies. Yeah, and the next day, the... it sold another 110 million. <laughs> that was just the first two days it came out. Please. There wasn't even that many people Fat. with credit cards folks, back then. Folks, please feel free to fact check that one. Fact check that. If hey, you want. I'm a piece of shit. I can say whatever I want. <laughs> so. All right. I, All right, I, I so, digress. I digress. So, so I do have my list here. Okay. So yeah, magically, I'm looking in my stack of index cards. I've got a list as well. I uh, defined it by sales. Okay. Because you go and you look at a great album list now. It's easy to measure it by the sales. Yeah. And like, and now that you get a great list, like Rolling Stone's top 500 albums that, yeah. that I'm looking at. Yes. It's not, they're not that far off. Like there are no, things you not, may not actually. like, yep. but it's not that far off. So I, you really have to go with sales. And that's, correct. that's kind of the route I went as well. Um, I excluded greatest hits. And I also excluded just genres I didn't like. Um, gotcha. Really, really poppy shit like uh, boy bands, stuff gotcha. like that. I didn't exclude anything because I'm a piece of shits. So I decided <laughs> to just keep it all in there. But oddly enough, even though I didn't have any rules, I, I myself didn't a do any. A list with no rules, huh? <laughs> wow. Shocker. Outside Put that the one box in the Guinness thinking. Book of World Records. <laughs> right there. So, awesome. <laughs> wow. You made me lose my train of thought. I did not put any greatest hits on there either. Yeah, I think... I didn't choose any boy bands, but it wasn't for the lack of drawing. It's just I my list was pretty well-rounded out in Daniel's fucked-up mind, so... But I yeah, I, I kind of... The thing with greatest hits is it's kind of a cop-out. It is. You, I mean, this is... Why wouldn't it sell a trillion? Because it's the greatest hits. It's the singles that yeah. perform very well. Kind of a no-brainer. And I also think the other thing with albums is there's a cohesiveness to an album where greatest They're hits is just... supposed to be. In theory. Oh, yeah. And maybe I've the ones some, that aren't... I've, I've actually seen a couple... There's those index, index cards, cards, folks. They're that, up on uh, eBay, by the, the way. The cohesiveness folks. went out the window and drove way far away to yeah. a galaxy. And that's somewhere. one of the things that'll sink an album, but it'll sell a ton of copy if it's got a couple great singles. You, but if you got a brand name, let's say you've established yourself, yeah. then your next album really will probably sell really goddamn well if the previous one did. Oh, of course. And it could still suck and be a gigantic piece of JP. Oh, so. scum devil in the house. Uh, all right, let's hear your first one. Then. Alrighty. So, this one came out in 1985. So, we're hitting the 80s, bitches. Okay. So, I'm going to imagine people who listen to podcasts. I bet you there's <laughs> nobody in our audience that was probably even born. There's no one in our audience. No. Okay. Well, JP, though. JP? Hey, that's one. Well, he may have turned us off, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we don't know. Hey, maybe. Maybe he. Hipped a friend. So maybe there's two people. That's so true. You know who could be? Who? No. No. Exactly. No, you have no idea who could be. There we go. I thought you literally had someone in your head. No, no, no. You had that fucking... Yeah, I know, I know. You did. I I, I gave you a nice little Your eyes got all buggy and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you do crack, and it's just like, wow. Here we go. Anyways, we digress, folks. (sighs) 
okay, Steve does not do crack anymore for everybody. So now he'll feel a little bit better as we continue the path. My uh, minister will feel better. Great albums that suck. Poopies. This one, like I said, 1985. This one sold 25 fucking million copies. <laughs> wow. And it's a piece of shit. Let's hear it. Phil Collins, No Jacket Required. Yeah. I own this on vinyl. I do too. It is a gigantic piece of shit. Yes, it is. Now, what was it? Face Value? What was the name of his album? The real... P- yeah, one? yeah. Face Value. It was Face Value. Yeah, that yeah. was a good album. Right. There's a couple of little clunkers. Not big clunkers. But, right, right, right. But for the most part, that was a listenable album. Yeah. No Jacket Required is just this weird fucking gray area of Phil Colony fucking weirdness and Suisu Studio I can't even pronounce still to this day I saw it on MTV and I had no idea how to pronounce it and when he sings it he doesn't know how to pronounce it either Studio you don't ever touch my Studio I'll come in and kill you exactly yeah no this was almost on my list I looked at it several times and the reason I didn't put it on my list was I said I own it I own it too how could something that's shitty be on my list? But you're right. This is because like, we're part a, of the 25 million that yeah, bought that goddamn thing. Fucking morons that said, "Oh, Phil Collins, yeah." It was a cool cover. It's just his, his red face, like he's guilty of <laughs> something really horrible. Right, right. Like he's part of the Me Too movement or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but it's just this weird look on his face. But everybody, it's one of those everybody bought the cassette at that time. Cassette, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a cassette. Gigantic. I remember my dad had it, and he yep. popped it in. He loved jamming yeah. out to studio. My suit on my studio <laughs> studio. Suit. My suit, my studio studio? It's a tongue I have twister. no idea what the fuck you, you're like. supposed to say it ten times fast and then you get it. There, so. there was a couple other good songs on there, but they just, it it doesn't hold, the album doesn't hold well at all. No. And no, when you compare it to shit. face value, it really truly is a piece of shit. Yeah. Now, more power to him and. I can't remember if it was Sony or I, I can't remember the record label, but boy, they marketed the fuck out of it and he did make a lot of money. So I still say kudos to him for actually having a successful album. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's just a gigantic piece of shit. I want to say it was in a couple commercials too. I'm sorry, like, it's a piece of shits. Piece of shits. Yeah. Got to get the plural right. No, it's a piece I, of shits. I, yeah, that one I can't argue with. Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm curious, because you got that index card in your hand. What, what did we got on there? So I went, um, I believe this is 97, Matchbox 20. Oh, Yourself slam. or someone like you. Here we go. 12 million copies. Every oh. one of your ex-girlfriends owned one and listened to it and moaned. It had that famous, I'm not talking to the Santana famous song. No, no, the Santana know, song was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Supernatural's an amazing fucking album. There's a couple of little minor clunkers, but the no, that's a whole, that he would that's break a whole out podcast like that. oh, to talk yeah, about yeah, Supernatural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Santana, I have that you on the man. Yeah. You the man. Yes, but I do remember that there was one or two big songs off the album you're talking about. Oh, they're not. But I, did, I never even ventured to buy that album. Man. To me, it seemed like a one-hit wonder type deal, and I did not want to even go down that road. Yeah, so I graduated high school in 98, so literally every one of my ex-girlfriends from a certain period of time. They owned it. They owned it. They moped to it. Did they, they get uh, tattoos of Rob Thomas on their bicep? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what it said. And when, I they, flex their, and when they flex their 
bicep, he winks. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's You awesome. know, that's the kind of lady I like to, to hang out with, one with guns like that. Yeah. The one that can outbench me. Yep. I always need somebody to spot my 165 pounds that I'm throwing up. Bingo. Some big weight. But yeah, I know. Matchbox 20. And like, I, fuck, it sold a shitload it of did. copies. And it was everywhere. VH1 and MTV were still kind of, sort of showing music videos. You're right. It was and the Matchbox tail of that. Tw- and Matchbox 20 was all over that bitch. In particular, VH1, because it was still adult oh, yeah. contemporary. Right, which Matchbox 20 in Greek is adult <laughs> contemporary. contemporary. Yeah. It in Greek, so. yeah. Oh, fuck. 20 yeah. means you just uh, need to renew your license right. or something. Like something very adult. You were too adult. young. You're too young to come on this You're ride. You're not allowed to have a sister studio. Yeah, no. With your Matchbox 20, see your D. Yeah, yeah. So now we got Phil Collins. We got Matchbox 20. We do. That's two giant pieces of shit. Those are two giant. So that's 35 million sales that went down the toilet. Right, right. And they only get better from here on out, folks. Which is great if, if you go to a pawn shop or any kind of store that actually still sells you CDs, you'll find about 45 copies of No Jacket Required <laughs> yeah. and about 35 copies of Matchbox 20. I heard that if you buy something at the pawn shop, they actually make you take it. It's part of the requirement oh, wow. to actually acquire an asset. Is you have to take you one of those have... two CDs. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. It's a handout. It, yeah, it's a requirement. It's a requirement. It's a handout. Hey, and what's up next? On my handy little trusty index card. Yeah. This one came out in 1992, and this one sold a whopping motherfucking 28.9 million copies. Oh, man, shit, I think we got overlap. I hope so, because Whitney Houston really fucked this one up (laughs) bigger than anybody else. (laughs) I own the CD, so I fucked up myself. Yeah. Because I love the Dolly Parton song that she did. Yeah. We're talking The Bodyguard with Kevin Costner. This really was a truly stupid, shitty album. Oh, man. And I... I can contest to it. I own the CD. They're literally after I Will Always Love You. Yeah. There was actually nothing on there of substance. And Whitney's, I I will contest that her voice is amazing. Oh, absolutely. I think, uh, always loved her voice. Yeah, yeah, Always. In her first album, her first breakout album. Right. Loved it. I, she was great. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah incredibly talented woman just she's not she wasn't that great as an actress i felt i saw the movie yes i'm that retarded so whatever whatever everybody else did too so so did like 25 million other people because you didn't buy that soundtrack the movie was successful everybody made money so my opinion really really doesn't count no 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 it totally does because i'm i'm on the same feeling like I, I even remember. dropped the R word, which I shouldn't have people, but really did, in my opinion, fit. Yeah. I was making fun of myself. That's a ridiculous that I, situation. It was, yeah, that it was album so ridiculous. so bad. And you know, I there was, was somebody that got killed over that album. They kept playing I Will Always Love You on repeat over wow, and over. Wow, I did over, not know this. And their neighbors pounding on was the door. Was this in Florida? No, I don't know where it was. But yeah, let's pretend it was. Orlando, just outside Orlando. Okay. And, like, the person's pounding the door. You need to stop fucking playing this. You need to stop fucking playing this. And the person didn't. Ne- shot him. Next time they saw him, shot, shot him. him dead. Oh, the person died. Oh, yeah. What, dead. Do, do you remember if it was a male or a female? Uh, I want to say it was dude that shot a lady. Oh, dude shot a chick? Yeah, he was like, uh, you got to stop fucking playing that. 
think if you heard that song six or seven hundred times over and over. I did. It was called the radio, and they played it six or seven hundred times a day. Oh, I know, man. That's I couldn't get away from that song. It's probably why too. Yes, you can hear the song in your head, and all it was was lame ass scenes of the movie. It wasn't even the good scenes. There was actually some good scenes in the movie, but the music video had nothing. Yeah, no, it had absolutely nothing. There's like the embrace of Costner and now I'm gonna give Whitney credit. She really took Dolly Parton's song and she she did rock it. She rocked it, almost made it her own. I love Dolly's That's, version too. Yeah, but she pretty much kind of she got the she she got the mojo from that one. That's a nut. There's two Dolly songs that got made into movie soundtrack. Ninety five. The other one I was thinking about was the Bullworth soundtrack. Oh, I thought you were going to where say they 95. did um, Ghetto Superstar. Oh. Did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Ghetto Superstar is just a... Uh, they change the lyrics on a Dolly song. And okay. it's like... You, you lay the tracks on top of each other. Oh, it's it really obvious. cool. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And they, they were pretty honest about it. But it's just interesting, too, that... Sure. Dolly has two soundtracks yeah. that people are like, are on, like, oh, that's so, cool. So, in my opinion, the bodyguard makes the uh, piece of shits list. So... I don't disagree with that one. That wasn't the overlap. Um... I'm going to go with an obvious easy one. Awesome. I can't believe 12 million people bought this. 12 million. And I said I avoided genres I didn't like. Yeah. I like jazz. I, I do like, too. you know, good jazz. Yes. Thelonious Monk, Coltrane, yes. Yes. Miles Davis. Yes. Let's go down that. Bill Evans. Not Mr. Kenny G and oh. Breathless. Do we really consider him jazz? He's contemporary poopy. I don't know what the hell you consider it, but 12 million people said Break me off a yes, piece of, every, of that saxophone. So what was the big song that Kenny G did? I remember there was a big one from it. I don't know. If okay, you want, okay. I can just kind of hum it. Yeah, I can probably was, hum it, yeah. but nobody wants to there hear that There was a big shit. one, so I yeah, just can't no. remember what. I saw that, and it was one of those things where you go, yeah, okay, I knew Kenny G sold some albums, but 12 million fucking albums. And there were like, I think he had one or two that sold like eight or yeah. nine, like right below the threshold, where I'm like, Holy shit, man. I know the smooth jazz radio stations ate up Kenny G. Oh. They ate him up alive. All that they crap played. you heard in cubicles. Yeah. Like, they, they would play right. in offices. It was like, hey, Correct. try not to hang yourself Cubicle today. rock. We can call cubicle it cubicle rock. rock. Yeah, we just yeah. got, there we go. Kenny G. Kenny G, cubicle rock. Hey, That welcome. should be his greatest hit song. Do, 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 do. No, wow. no, yeah. no. That, that that actually sounded better than any Kenny G song, right? Hey, hey, hey I got a future. You, you got a future. Hey, D, my phone's ringing. I got to take this. You get your uh, chicks uh, for free now. Oh, man. I got a little blister. <sighs> on your finger? Yeah. Uh, don't get it on your thumb, dude. No. Don't. No way. All right, what's up next? All right. This is, wow. I This hurts. Let's hear it. 1996. We're going all the way back to 1996, kids, and this one sold 20.2 million motherfucking copies. Just hold on. Before you even tell me the album, <sighs> think of anything now that sells 20 million copies. Nothing, Nothing does. Nothing. Nothing. No. Beyonce doesn't Nothing even do gets that. 20 million downloads anymore. No, it's crazy. So Maybe Taylor gets 20 million views on her YouTube daily. Yeah, on her, I can on, see that. On her videos. Easy. I totally see that. Yeah, but that's one artist. Yeah. Versus... Celine Dion, Falling Into You. This is what I thought. Uh, this was going to be our overlap. 
This one was bad. Oh man, I did not like this album. You know what else? This is um, a this couple. This was kind of, of her debut. I think it's either her first or second album, but it was the one that made her big. Yeah, this was her breakthrough album. Uh huh. That then gave her <sighs> Titanic don't, don't, soundtrack. Don't, don't, don't. So don't, I lumped it all don't. together as one painful piece of shit, and I just put Celine Dion's <laughs> pieces of shits. Piece of shits. This is a piece of shits. Yeah. Um, And the Titanic soundtrack. Talk about not being able to escape it. I worked at fucking General Cinemas. I heard it every 15 fucking minutes. Oh, yeah. And I was like 18, so I was really into that movie. Like, not at all. I remember seeing it. I went and saw it with the the whole crew from the movie theater. Of course, I got... Little tipsy folks. How dare you? Big surprise, right? And maybe wow. smoked a little marijuana. There before goes our him. Utah market. God damn it. We just lost the dare pitch, didn't we? <sighs> Poopies and shit. That'll happen. Well And I, I just remember the movie and I the yeah. people falling, I would go Nice. <laughs> Splash. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, no, nah, not too many people found that as engaging as I did. But oh, that's how I feel about that whole right. fucking Celine Dion from ninety six to ninety eight. Just package it in one so, uh, so can I can I keep going momentum wise? What you just said, yeah. Dude, My next one's nineteen ninety seven, the Titanic soundtrack by James Horner. Yes. So you segued right into the next one, where oh my god, if I hear that tune one more fucking moment, he played that fucking James Horner's little Titanic ditty, played through that movie for three hours and eighteen oh minutes. My god, it's so painful, folks. You can whistle it, so you can fart it, you can just die to it, you can. I vomit oh, blood man. to it. It's just horrible. When it came out, my wife's like, "We got to go see that." Of course. I was, like, I was like, "No." I went to the theater and saw it. I was like, "No, no." no but when it got re-released, oh, so I saw when it got no, released. I, didn't see the I worked at the movie theater. I saw it when so it first I saw came it like eight hundred million times, and I was ready yeah, to hang went, myself. Right. So well, then it the got, first time I wanted to hang myself, so I can't uh, imagine what you went through. You had to keep going through. You the had to same pull an Epstein parts yeah. over and over and over yeah. and over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Death yeah. looked like a real good outcome. That was the job, though, I have to tell you. That's yeah. Sorry, a little segue. Cool. This was where it was in the mall, and um, we actually got the whole mall evacuated because this guy, Angel, that you I... You worked in a theater in a mall? Yeah. Wow. It was old Dude, school. Dude, you're like, legit. Like, you're... Fast Times at Ridgemont yeah, High you're, kind you're of thing. Yeah, you're like, yeah. Yeah, you're it's, totally. You're totally legit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And it was dude. like late '90s, so it was still like everybody went to the mall. I'd always see people coming in baked or whatever, and be like, "Oh God, shit, damn, that person legit. smokes." I didn't realize that. Jeff Spicoli's trying to sneak in. Yeah, so we had a Spicoli that worked at the movie nice. theaters. This dude Angel, he always would blaze me out. And, nice. Um, one day I went to lunch and I came back and of course lunch isn't actually lunch. It's not at noon. It's right. wherever in the it's middle of your shift. Right. And like there's Whenever all it's these convenient. fucking fire trucks and there's like wow. all this shit. And I'm like, oh man. And I see Angel and he's just, he's all teared up and the fire guy's talking to him and he's pointing at him and our manager's yelling at oh, him no. and I get closer and they're like, what the fuck do you mean you mixed bleach and ammonia? Oh, How did no. you not... And they like he, he literally hit. poisoned the mall. <laughs> yeah, he, he poisoned, poisoned the, mall. the whole fucking Sunland Park mall. It was amazing. I just laughed my ass off. Oh. I saw it, and and this lady was it's like, "It's almost like Clerks too at the beginning of the movie." She was, like, she's like, "Angel, Angel, I know you had the best of intentions, <laughs> but we all know you're high." 
like that's awesome. He goes, Plato. Which is like, yeah, for sure. Wow, that's awesome. She's like, I gotta let you go. So yeah, beyond Yeah, we we're gonna have to part ways we gotta let you on go. this whole employment you thing. Like killed a couple folks here. Yeah. So, Our insurance can't cover your ass anymore. No, so no. The uh the State general, Farm said get out. Get down, get down, get down, get out, get down from the risk. Uh yeah, yeah. So that was uh that was my memory from working at the mall in the movies. <laughs> So I fucking that hate awesome. that soundtrack. Oh yeah, I fucking hate it. It's just yeah, and it's just it's just the James Horner music. It's whatever. I can't. I'm I gonna can't. I'm gonna break off a little bit because you said soundtrack. It did sell 18.1 million copies. So no more power to the marketing department on that one. That was back in the day when people actually bought a CD, physical CDs, it. yeah, physical CD. ones, and then they had what they called CD players, yeah, and they'd put the disc in and they would play it over and over yeah, and this over. Shitty again. compressed music, yeah, yeah, it sounded great, right? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, no, not at all. No, it no. Like so the other thing piece was of shits. That thing came out. The other movie that came out that pissed me off with a shit soundtrack, Armageddon. Oh, don't. Dude, Aerosmith. So, so here's the thing. It I ha- love the Aerosmith song, though. I do. Really? Yes. Because it reminds me of Liv Tyler. Uh, all right. I won't hold I'm a that. Liv Tyler fan. Can't folks, help it. Folks, that song fucking sucks. So I like it. Um, it had this build, They had this sign, a big old cutout sign, like maybe 10 foot by 3 or 4 foot. Just had a countdown. Don't want to miss a thing. I couldn't even remember. Oh, yeah, name. yeah. No, I knew it. No, man. Fuck Don't that song. Don't want to miss it. I want to miss that song forever. Um, so it had a countdown. It was like Armageddon. I was like, yeah. fuck yeah. Dude, Armageddon in 10 it's days. It's going to be an Arnold movie. We're all going to die. There's going to be guns. There's going to be tumors. Everything's going to be gonna fucked up. And then I watched that movie and I was like, what? But then what, I just watch. How do you land on a fucking <laughs> asteroid? And then what do they do? They do deep impact. Where yeah, it's the they same drill God, into it's it. It's the same goddamn movie. How? How, deep. man? Like now, Morgan Freeman made a better president. No, yeah, I think you Morgan Freeman. I really love Morgan Freeman as presidents in movies. Oh, he's man. in. He's a president. Like every other, every third movie that comes <laughs> out, he's the president, and I love that. And a he's Dufresne. Awesome. <laughs> and a Dufresne. That was the best movie. Wow. He's kicking it No, we don't beach. run on tangents at no, all. No, not at all. Sorry, folks. So, yeah, Armageddon soundtrack sucked, too. I'm going to say that the soundtrack may have sucked, but that Aerosmith song I actually like. Oh, you're fucking wrong. Here's what but you they, might, what, makes, what should make you feel better is I don't think they dropped it on any of their albums. It was just a single. No, they, they did didn't not. They didn't put it on Pump. Got, I think Pump was out when that came out. Uh, Pretty sure it was I Pump. Can, I don't know. I and they didn't it. drop it on that. Uh, yeah. It's on their Greatest Hits album, of course, because they. I swear to God, that's their most successful song. It sold a trillion Dream fucking it copies. It did. It did. People, Literally. The everyone. same people that bought that Matchbox 20 CD yeah. bought that fucking yeah. single. The same day. Oh, yeah. They came bundled together. Um, all right, D, this is the first one where you're actually going to be pissed off at me. Yeah. The Boss and Born in the USA. That I is on my list too. Fucking hate that album. And That's I'll on tell my you, list too. Wow, I'm so, surprised. I thought you were. This a fan. one sold 30 million copies. It came out in 1984. The, and for me, it's one of his out of his catalog. This is the first one where it just sucked. Oh man, it's it really did suck. It's bad, man. It's like a John Cougar Mellencamp album. I love album. Bruce. I love Bruce. Yeah, I hate Bruce. Bruce fucking. You can sucks. hate him. Yeah, that's cool. Man. But I love the him. best thing about this album. This though, album sucked. 
Born in East LA. No, Two Life Crew, banned in the USA. Oh, D one up me. I like Bruce it. Bruce actually gave them the rights to do it. And if you listen to Band in the USA by Two Life Crew, it's ninety times better than Born in the USA. Yes. Born in the USA just it wasn't that good of an album. Um I, I'm gonna say that Clarence Clemens again, his saxophone work was fucking phenomenal on it, but it was just too it was like No Jacket Required that yeah. we spoke about earlier. It was just this eighties Dancing in the Dark was poppy. He was try. He was trying to just felt like he was trying to be hard. relevant in a subgenre. Yeah, where he he didn't work. He worked good in his own genre. Yeah, he yeah, didn't yeah. need to be jumping into other alternate forms of music. It's so no. I'm with you on that. And yeah, the, the tour was great. I, oh my god, it was like a three. The the he did jammed you see for three it? hours. Yes, I did. I was, oh no, kidding. Tell us, man. Really little. Doesn't matter. Little, little, if you remember little, it, you remember it. Yeah, it was, it was Portland, Oregon, and it was just a great show. I could see it. I and he opened with you opened with the song well. "Born in the USA," so he got it out of the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he did Candy's Room. He did a lot of stuff from Darkness on the Edge of Town, which is my favorite album. Okay, cool. So, and he does. I mean, he always goes back to his back catalog anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the tour, I give credit that the tour was great, and I give him even more credit. So after Born in the USA, he releases his five album set of live. You know, it covers ten years of live shows. He's yeah, done. yeah, yeah, and yeah. He, and from what I remember, he didn't put Born in the USA on there. Interesting. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I'm just like I may be wrong though. It may be stuck in there, but I th- I could have sworn that he didn't put the song "Born in the USA." It just there. feels so forced. Yeah, you know? it did. It like, just if you listen to his albums up to that, it, it it's weird. It just doesn't fit. Yeah, and it's it's really not cohesive. He does "Glory Days." Yeah, "Glory Days" is not a Bruce song. It it's, seems like a Dire Straits song. Sounds like a Brian Adams song to yeah. me, or Brian Adams. It's yeah, just either not one. a Bruce song. No, and I'm not a fan. And like. So the two picks I have, Bruce and then the next one, are going to piss off all my in-laws. My mother-in-law actually drank with Bruce one time, like back in the day. Nice. Because they're, they're all from Jersey. I'm a it, gigantic Bruce fan. So, and she was like, yeah, and I was out one time, and he was playing. He bought the whole bar a shot, and I happened to be there. So it wasn't like he just bought her a drink, but... I'm like, that's cool. Like, you actually saw him in a club before he became famous. Like, he, yeah. whether you remember the experience right. or not or whatever, yeah. it's like... Wow, that's really fucking cool. Yeah. But yeah, not a fan of that album. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, Chi Chi Chong, big fans. This one I'm not a fan of. This one's Lay it on me. Nineteen ninety six. Again. This is just a bad year of shit for me. Yeah. What are we hit listening to? <sighs> Twenty three million fucking copies of the Spice Girls Spice album. Oh, so I there was nothing even the the big song was wannabe. You know, yeah, you want to be blah blah blah, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I yeah, will yeah. bleed blee blah. Now, so could you make the argument that Spice Girls opened up for like basically opened the genre for Backstreet in Sync and all that without no, that album? No, I think album, Menudo, I think Menudo did that way. Do back you really feel yeah. like Menudo think, yeah, did? Yes, but they had because such they broke, a, like they broke out into the American market and then the boy band thing blew up, yeah. And I guess you could say, um, what was it, not. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. What was his brother's band? Um, well, Marky Marky Mark was in New Kids also. There it is, New Kids. Thank you. Both of both brothers were in New Kids. And oh, then Marky really? left, and then they brought what's his what's his face in. But Donnie and Marky both were in the original. So New there, kids. I guess maybe New Kids is more the formula for the boy band, sure. girl band. So all right, and I, New Kids was kind of along the lines of Menudo at the same time. I oh, think there. Oh, oh, so I would say New Kids. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yep. 
Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, all right. Yeah. 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 Spice Girls saying, was painful, dude. It, Again, I, there was just wasn't a song in there I liked. No. And I like poppy shit. Love it. I love the synth poppy. I love the yeah. Euro poppy. I don't care what you do. Yeah. 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 They, no one will argue with not, that. I connected with zero on the Spice. Yeah. Song. Zero. There's nothing there. Like that one would. That just. Their videos sucks. were fun to watch. I'm going to admit that I did like watching them running around, singing in the desert. It was cool. Yeah. With cars driving around and shit. Their music videos to me were fun. Oh, yeah. Did the, not like the music. The visual. And that whole album, there was nothing of substance on that album. No, man. But more, I'm going to give more power to them. They made a ton of money. I think Simon Cowell was the one who. Oh, really? Simon Cowell discovered them, yes. He was, okay. the, he was the one who created the Spice Girls. So he's like a UK Lou Pearlman then. Correct. That is exactly 100%. Time. Yep. <laughs> Hey, Lou, give us a shout-out if you ever hear this. That is the best way to put it. He is absolutely that. Yep. A UK loop girl. That's what he was well-known for was the Spice Girls. Oh, that's hilarious. Mm -hmm. All right, my next one. I actually did two, and I didn't write down how many albums. I just know it's a fucking kajillion. Oh, no. Garth Brooks, Rope and Fences, and Live. Man, fuck Garth Brooks. His brand of country sucks shit, It was just, I think it was... It really seemed like it was all put together in a studio. It was somewhere. I disagree. Not even a studio. I think it was done in a boardroom. Uh, Some guy boardroom, over in Nashville's like fucking plotting out this guy. So hey, here's what we need. They him marketed to look like. it better than any other country western album. You know why? Because I have Rope in the Wind and No Fences. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> so yes, they marketed that well. So I do have it as well. I have like a his box set. Not mine. I'm I'm not a Whatever. fan, obviously, but it did. It sold a fucking kajillion albums. Oh, all and of he his came albums through did. here yes. like in six months, maybe mm-hmm. or so. Yeah. Fucking sold out State Farm Stadium. The only His app- greatest hits said limited edition on it because I have it on C D and they still sell it to this day. It's been like <laughs> 35, 40 years. Yeah. And it says limited. A, I have what it. What a fucking putt. His greatest hits is what limited edition, and they putt. still sell it to this day. My God, man. Like, limited that's, edition. There it is. So it's so funny. Um, one of my wife's relatives is such a huge Garth fan. Like, she is like this die Garth fan. Like, I told her I didn't like him, and she just, get, like, she almost tore me a new asshole. Hey, welcome. And uh, so. my wife shows me this video and it's Garth Brooks and he's looking he's like something for his DVD and he's going through footage and it's fan footage and they're like oh no hey Garth this is uh Timmy from Oklahoma City and uh Timmy I say I love you Garth and uh I made all three of my children to your music oh that's great that's really extremely awkward and then right she pops up and he goes hold on hold on pause that and he looks at her oh no He's like, I know that lady. She's that super fan from and and he fails in like, right. and I'm like, holy shit! She's such a big fan. The artist himself recognizes wow. her as a fan. Think about it, that's a total yeah. mind fucking yeah. flips the that's dynamic. Very meta. Yeah, super and I was meta. like, wow, that's really impressive. Like, right. I'm not a fan, but she's definitely devoted a big chunk of energy and time, and like. Enough where the artists themselves know you. Like, yeah, that's kind of cool. Like I'll get, my, I'll tip my hat to her on that one. Right. 
But like his music still fucking. Sucks, I agree. Man. It's it's, it's painful. There's, it just makes you want to grab Willie Nelson and Johnny Cash albums and yeah. just yeah. Or even force, if, you, if you look at contemporaries of him, Clint Black, Alan love Jackson. Clint Black. Come on, Clint Black's first album. Oh lord, that was so good. Yeah, exactly. That very and first album. So many guys that came out at that point that are just so much more genuine yes. songwriters. I even liked what's his face who said, "Don't please don't take the girl." Oh, Tim McGraw. Yes. Yeah. I liked that first album. Again. Too. And then you look at somebody like George Strait and you're like, And Taylor Swift man. said Tim McGraw was one of her favorites when she started her country western albums. I could see it. She was a gigantic Tim McGraw Yeah, fan. yeah, yeah. I could see that definitely being a huge influence on her. Yep. All right, so we knock Garth out. What's next? Uh, this one's... Uh, wow. Wow. 15 million. What? 15 million copies of this. This was the first... It's not America's Got Talent. Uh, American Idol. The very first winner of American Idol sold 15 million copies. I could believe it. This is their second album, though. This isn't the first. Okay. Breakaway by Kelly Clarkson. 2004. Ooh. There was not a winner on in the whole thing. Wow. There was like not a single winner on it. So I'll admit. But uh, because I'll... of the name alone, she created a brand for yeah. being the American Idol oh, winner. Oh, yeah. And what was it, Justin? I can't Guarini. remember. Guarini. Thank you. Justin Guarini was the other dude. Yeah, they I had that memorized and have forgotten awesome. some important piece of information. Because it's but a great thing because Simon Cowell, Spice Girls, Simon Cowell, yeah. Kelly Clarkson. No, and again, that marketing machine like Breakaway you talk about. did nothing. It, just, there, there, it was zero. There mm. was zero to it. Yeah. I and even, that's no plight on her because she does have a good voice. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm She's not done sliding really on well Kelly Clarkson in the too. least. I am not. I also, the album sucked. It just yeah, did. It I think it. she was smart enough, too, to realize that she had a limited shelf life as an artist. Or if, and, she, if she didn't pivot the way she needed to yeah. pivot. Like, let's look at Kate Hudson, who became Kate Perry. Yeah. She pivoted. She got right. away from Christian rock and pivoted into the pop. And come on, some of those songs, you still know them by art. You may not oh, be yeah. a Katy Perry fan, but you know. Right. And same with T- Taylor. She was a wonderful country western. I still like Taylor's country western stuff. Right. She was able to pivot also. I just feel Kelly didn't pivot in any direction or form. No. And She's like a daytime talk show host now. Correct. So kudos hey, to her. Good, yeah. Keep Shit, if you can pivot into money. that, I'd, yeah. love to, I'd be on The View. Hey, if you ever want to put us on The View. If The View Nihilus needs... Of empathy. It, the View needs some nihilists on their show. <laughs> We're just sitting. Sharon there. Osbourne's pretty nihilistic. Yeah, I think she'd rip us a new asshole. Yeah. So if they'll have Sharon, they'll have us. Oh yeah, yeah. Sharon I'd love it. to have Sharon on the show today. That'd be too. cool. Yeah, Sharon. Sharon. Shout out, Sharon. <laughs> Sharon, where's the podcast? I want the nihilists of apathy. We love you, Ozzy. Yeah, definitely a big fan. Saw you so, on the Osmosis tour. Oh, fucking great Osmosis. show. Wasn't Type the biggest o. fan of the album. There's actually a couple of cool songs on Osmosis. Yeah, Osmosis, Perry but Mason. The whole, yeah, but the whole album. Nah, you know, it wasn't that complete. No. Was, oh, I mean, if I, I go back and think of Diary of a Madman. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And then you got, you know, No More Tears. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> just that album. The ultimate Nazi album. Great bass line, too, for the title track. It's like, oh, yeah, man. Try not to get amped when you hear that. Dude. But yes, Osmosis. That uh, tour was Typo opening, Typo's then awesome. Sepultura, and then into Ozzy. And I hope was... they did Cinnamon Girl. No, Typo was so slow, it was painful, and it was oh. a huge Typo fan. They didn't do Cinnamon Girl? No. It was... Um, wow. Because it was a Roots tour for Sepultura. I don't think it was Bloody Kisses. 
No, maybe. Sepultura. Roots. That's a podcast in itself. Oh, my God, man. Two brothers. Fucking so good. That whole box set is fucking insane. Yeah, I was listening to Chaos AD today. All right, next up. Do it. Boston. Boston. The first album. Fucking hate Boston. Wow, I'd love them. Really? (laughs) I I fucking hate. Three chords, four chords, and glory, man. Songs that are FM staples. Sure. if you never owned they were Boston, thrown down your they were thrown down your gullet. Oh, you know AOR, this album. AOR radio through that you heard Boston every <coughs> six or seven minutes. Yeah, Are you still to this day listen to classic rock. You'll yeah. hear it in a two right. or three hour period. Oh yeah, yeah. I just the songs never did much for me. Right. Like, and especially when you think about the seventies and what else was out there, like yeah. Zeppelin, yep. everything Rush, else, Rush, Sticks. Yeah, I, there were ze- yeah. There's just- Emerson, like Palmer. Like, there's yeah. so much more depth oh, to music. What a lucky man he was. Sorry. <laughs> anytime, anytime anybody says Emerson, <laughs> I, I just that that's that's almost that's Tourette's. That's Emerson, yeah, like that Palmer, Tourette's. When so someone you, drops that, I have to I have to do that. So Boston, I just can't get down. Okay, with I can it. see that. You know, all three albums they sounded exactly the same. They had that same tone in their guitar. My God, and the same. You know, at least Foreigner. You know, yeah. would Foreigner would have some really. I like ACDC. Foreigner, yeah, it had yeah, the yeah, same yeah. formula, but right. all the songs rocked. Boston, it sounded like the same first song on side one of Boston all the way through, all their, the way through. All their albums, like all Amanda, that song Amanda on yeah. third stage sounded like the first song on the first album. Yeah. All of it just sounded it's the just same. All so, the same shit. I would say one trick pony to that one. Yeah. They were just a one trick pony. One another band people are gonna consider this sacrilege. Pennywise is like that too. Like all the yeah, fucking Pennywise. The Pennywise though, all so. sound the exact fucking same. Like if you want to run through a brick wall, put Pennywise on, but don't bother with with the song. It's all the same shit. Here's where I'm gonna lose a lot of people. <laughs> Let's but, hear it. I'm going to lose a lot of people, but this one sold 10 million. Um, it's considered their best album out of their catalog. Came out in 1983, and I thought it sucked ass, and it was Eliminator's Easy Top. Ooh. I did not like that album one bit. Yeah. I love their blues. They, they made this a monstrous Texas blues sound. You get to Trey Ombre, and they have now perfected the Texas blues sound. When they were on London. All the London records, yeah. Then they moved to Warner Brothers and El Loco, Del Guelo. They were still good. I know El Loco, they just started messing with synthesizers a little bit, but you could forgive them for that. Eliminator, they just changed their entire formula. I mean, they literally, it was like going from Joshua Tree to Actung Baby. That's exactly ZZ Top. Yeah. It was their Actung Baby. Well, now, uh, they made a trillion dollars off the album. They're. It was their most successful tour, and it was their best-selling album. Yeah. I didn't like it at all. No. I I felt it sucked. I really did. I felt that album sucked. It's funny, too, because you were the one that hit me to the idea of what they sounded like before. Early, yeah. And then what they became. And it was even to the point where the remasters of some of the London stuff, they've digitized the drums. They've tried to sound it more. Well, when Warner Brothers took over the London catalog, they did. They replaced the drums with synthesized drums. Right after Eliminator came out, they remastered. They eliminated it. They eliminated all of the drumming and and put synthesized. Yeah, it's so... The early albums on the Warner Brothers later were all tampered with, too. Yeah, so that's the thing. It's interesting. So, folks, when you're listening to ZZ, make sure you listen to that old ZZ because it is materially different. Like, it is. You hear it. And it's, it's so good, oh, though. Oh, man, it's so good. Those 
their blues they were really ta- they tapped into the blues so well and it didn't sound like a three piece it sounded like an eight piece they were so their sound was so huge yeah 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 and then you get to fandango which is their live album oh, side a- one's live side two studio and to me fandango is just like the the epic Trey Ombre and Fandango is like this yeah. epic blues albums. Right. I I understood that MTV was able to play three or four of their music videos from Eliminator. I understood that they garnered a whole new audience, like a whole bunch of eighties yeah, fans. Yeah, yeah. And you up. Got they it. all were like it almost Another felt like generation. they thought that was Easy Top's first album. Yeah, oh I, I think they had a no lot idea of people they, would have told you that. Like right? oh dude, there's other stuff from ZZ. Right. Yeah, yeah, man. It's been on FM radio for, for like ever. ever. Yeah, Seriously. they started in the mid-70s. Yeah. Early and, 70s. And that's a great example of a great album that sucks. It just sucks. It does just and suck. And it sucks. It doesn't suck on its own if you did not know ZZ Top prior. But if you put Trey, if you play Trey Ombre yeah. and then play Eliminator, you're probably going to toss Eliminator out. I think, and ultimately, like you say, if it's standalone and everything from that point forward is all ZZ does, you could say, "All right, okay, cool." Yeah, if They're that was their first album, that would be correct. Like, there's nothing more to them, but like, they're a band that's been around for fifty fucking years, yep. and there's a reason. Those guys are great Unbelievable. musicians, and they love it. Like, um, you forwarded me the the. The preview. new movie, yes. Yeah. ZZ Top, the movie, yes. And the drummer's like, look, man, I never wanted to quit, and they didn't want to fire me, so we kept doing it. Right, like, so I just stayed. Fuck yeah, man, just keep doing it. Was it. Very, they were DIY to begin with. Yeah, they and could they, do what it do, baby. They played in their garage, they played in the bar. They Fuck, all over Texas, too, man. That's and he's te- such an underrated guitarist. Yeah, in a fuck big me. way. He a lot an of amazing people, guitarist. A lot of people will tell you, like, musicians, yep, that's who I listen to, he, he that's is, what I he like. He is fucking legit. Yeah, yeah, that Texas blues. Him, Albert King, fucking all legit. that kind of shit. All right, so yeah, something Eliminator. that ain't Texas blues. Piece of shits. 21 million copies. Had a call out on Sports Center. Oh no! Yeah, he always cries because the Dolphins lose. Oh no! We're talking about Hootie and the fucking Ooh, Blowfish. That, was, that album sucked. <laughs> yeah, I did, and it sold a it made fuck a load of it copies. It did. It sold a lot of copies. And I, you know what? Fans. And I'll tell you, like they even they even had a little thing on the TV show Friends where they go to a Hootie show. They did go to so. a Hootie show. Yeah, and like I said. One of their videos has Dan Patrick in it. Like, it's got this huge sports theme. Nice. I want to say Dan Marino's in it, and Marino throws one of the guys a pass. Like, it's just, like, all these cameos, but it's such a piece of shit album. Yeah, I didn't like it. It's bad, man. And, like, don't get me wrong, Darius Records done some really... Didn't they do the only one? Oh, la, 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 la. That's the song with the sports center time. Yeah, no, 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 no one. Everyone hates the fucking dolphins, yeah, I don't, too. I don't like Who the fuck likes the dolphins, man? Album. Nobody likes They fucking suck. Dan Marino was a good QB, though. That was like 30 years yeah, ago. Yeah, during the Brady Bunch. <laughs> yeah. Dan Marino was hot during the Brady Bunch Yeah, era. man, fuck that. That's a long time ago, folks. Fuck you, Dan Marino. I only want to sell an album. <laughs> Yeah, I did. Exactly. I, I'm just not, I'm not a Hootie fan. No, no. And, and you're right. There was a one trick one. Like it just there was that no substance. same jangly shit. There was no substance. No, on that there was album. nothing. 
And I'll compare it to something. Because, like, you look at Third Eye Blind, there was like ton of great songs. Even if you didn't like Third Eye Blind, there was there were songs you could sing to to his writing. Yes, yes. The thing I was going to compare it to was the Gin Blossoms here. Gin Blossoms, I love the Gin Blossoms. Totally different. That's still jangly. It's emo, but it's awesome. Oh man, it's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Hootie, sorry Hootie, you blow fish. And I know you're on a reunion tour, and I, I hope it does well. I don't. Dude, I, I, you're, Darius Rucker's Hootie's, done really Hootie's well success for means nothing, has nothing to do with how shitty that album was. Oh, no, no. If Hootie's yeah. a success, Hootie's a success. Good I, for him. The Kudos, bingo. man. Kudos that whole to band, all I, those guys. Yeah. It sucks, but that too. Album and sucks. you know what really sucks it's is just, that the one guy, the lead singer, Darius, mm-hmm. gets called fucking Hootie. Like oh, it's like a no, pink it's Darius, Floyd. right? Yeah, it's like a pink Floyd. They did. Which they called him pink. Yeah, Roger yeah. Waters. They'd call Roger Waters pink. What the fuck? Like, hey, uh, hey which one? So this is Hootie, and these guys are the Blowfish. Yeah, you guys are really? Blowfish. The black guy's named Hootie. Right. Fucking how racist and stereotypical. Fuck right. you. Come on. So I will give Darius record credit. His new country shit's been pretty good. You're up. I think a lot of people agree with me on this one, but this uh, I I couldn't find the figure of how many it sold, but. All back in high school, every one of my friends owned this cassette, so I I didn't know anybody who didn't own this album. Came out in 1989. It was the biggest selling album of this band's career, and it was a gigantic piece of shit. And it was as nasty as they want to be. Two Live Crew. Uh, It's the worst album in their entire catalog. Yeah, but he's got a deep Two Live Crew catalog. So he's an expert. I I love Two Live Crew. Yeah, Yeah, I do. I don't fuck around with Two Live. Yeah, he doesn't point you wrong on this one. Yeah, because they really were the Andrew Dice Clay of rap music. They were phenomenally great at just doing the misogynistic. Just yeah. Eddie Murphy, yeah, 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 yeah after yeah. hours party rap, <laughs> right, right. But this, I swear to God, there's just no substance to his nasties. It's, it's, it's a double album. It runs about eighty minutes. It's so boring. Yet they got, they were banned in Florida. Record yeah. stores weren't even though they had a sticker on it that says "Don't fucking buy this if you're a kid." Right. They were still arresting record store owners for selling it. That's crazy. Florida's weird like that too, where you can get somebody. Right. Who will break the mold and go way the hell outside the, the box? The minute that got out on MTV, everybody ran to the store and bought this album, and they th- and people thought they were cool playing this album. So I have all the Two Life Crew on vinyl, and I have all their original Luke Skywalker labels. Yeah, <laughs> Nasties They Want to Be never touches my turntable. I will listen to any of the other ones. It's so crazy too. It's just because one track. everybody Wonder. did it's, have that. Everybody, everybody knows that had album. that album. I had the CD and the vinyl. Right, right. Like, that tells you how popular it was. Correct. It's crazy, too, to think about the guy who made me so horny. Right. Is a huge, huge And to me, that's the guy. only good song on the album is Me So Horny. That's yeah. it. And they wrote that just to get banned. Like, that's one that they you write. They did that, and then um, they also use a couple of Guns N' Roses. They do Sweet Child of Mine on a, on the fuck shop. Yeah. And they got... But I, it was obvious they were trying to get fucked with right they they were choosing really really obvious riffs and loops and stuff but me i I mean for the price of the record if you want to pay 20 bucks to hear me so horny more power to you yeah but it's the opening song so it was dumb of them to make it the opener yeah you bury that in track six you bury it to like track 12 (laughs) bury it because you're just not there there's no substance to it no I'm, Dick Almighty, uh, you have a song called Dick Almighty where he's just talking about how he's Dick, Dick, Dick Almighty. I'm like, 
Sweet, it's, man. It does, it's a commercial for Viagra. Do, they even do one called the reggae joint. They do a reggae song, and it just is terrible. Like, uh, they could have made it so well and funny. Yeah. But it was just it was just misogynistic dick jokes, which sometimes can be funny, but at whose expense? It's just, it was yeah. fucking lame album. Yeah, it's at the artist's expense in that case. And you it's look weird, because it like, when uh, they play those, when they their, their first two albums, all that shit was funny and great. It worked. Right. And then, as nasty as literally just a gigantic piece of shit, then they do Band in the USA, which I think is their best album. Yeah. I thought Band in, they had something to say, they got political. Right. And and finally, when they had an agenda, had something to say, then the misogynistic stuff was actually funny, filled in. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's almost like they're giving you a taste of why they were banned, and now why they're bitching why they're banned. You kind of get this great, great juxtaposition of what's going on with them. But, I'm sorry, but... Yeah, Nessie's yeah. a wannabe's a gigantic piece of shit. I just always trip out too Stupid. on the idea that Luke Campbell sold a fuckload. Yeah, I mean, but it he's really like did. a civic leader in Miami. Yeah, he he's is. really involved with youth oh, football. He does. Yes, I was gonna say sports, youth sports. He's yeah, huge. huge in the Miami area. Yep. Like if you're ever in Miami, like he's at a lot of he events. Totally, it's ironic, but he gives to the community in a big way. So yeah. kudos to him. Like I, when I heard about, they that, found a niche market and they did well. But Nasty felt to me that it was. Even when you listen, it's overproduced. Yeah. It de- there's nothing. There's no substance. Mesa Warney, great song. Yeah. That's awesome. it. Awesome. Might as well go out and just buy the CD single or go on Spotify and listen to it on Spotify. Yeah. Hey. So um, you hit Celine Dion, which was my bonus. I'm going to call this one my lucky dog. Our Canadian death metal list. Yeah. This is like, uh, <laughs> so those folks that don't know NASCAR, when they have like a pit or whatever the fuck and they start back up. They always let one one guy catch back up. Yes. He's down one, so they'll let him come. They give him the free lap. Yeah, he's the lucky dog. So the guy, the lucky dog on this list that didn't get the hatchet, Billy fucking Joel. I hate sure. Billy fucking Joel. Yeah, you do. I hate and I, Billy Joel. That's and, why. And he's yeah, a big fan. I'm a, I, I am a huge fan. The only thing that sold more than 10 million albums was his greatest hits collection. So I said no greatest hits. So Billy. The strangers. Ah, the Stranger might have. That was his best-selling album before his greatest hits. So that might be right around that mark. He had like seven single hit singles from that. Yeah, there like, you go, The Stranger. Like everybody knows Fuck. every song on The Stranger, Fuck basically. Oh, man. Fuck it, that, The entire man. album was played beginning to end on AOR so radio all the time. I remember um, going out to like a piano bar, you know, when yeah. those, when, when those were big. Yeah, and this guy cues into it, and I'm like, I fucking hate the people. Right. I hate Right, you know, I'm the same and with this, Jimmy Buffett. I can't stand Jimmy Buffett. Dude, this chick, I, I said it kind of under my I breath. I hate Jimmy Buffett as much as you hate Billy Joel. Bro, this chick was like, she turns around, I don't even know her. She goes, you don't like you don't like Billy Joel? What's wrong with you? And I was like, uh, I, I just don't, don't like I, him. I don't know, I'm not really a fan. I'm an individual and I have, you know, yeah, my own man. She, You would have thought I had said that, like, I was a fucking pro-Soviet right. or some right. shit. Like. Fuck, man, but no, Maybe man. he helped Trump get elected. We don't know. Hey. We, we didn't start the fire. Now, that's an okay song. Like, that's the only Wow, he build. picks the shittiest. Yeah. This is the irony of Steve. Yeah, <laughs> here it is. But now he picks the lamest, dumbest I know. song that the he rips only... off from R.E.M. Yes. And decides that that's an okay fucking <laughs> yes. song. 
Maybe it's the REM thing. That's maybe what sold he me totally, on yeah, it. He totally, he totally fucking yeah, ripped that off. Because he totally ripped off. Yeah. It's the end of the world. It's the end of the Michael Stipe does it so much better. God, it's such REM a great knocks that song. out of the park. Yeah. My God. And the video's cool. I think Billy Joe wanted to write He wanted to be relevant. Yeah, he's like. Because everybody loved that REM song. Yeah, when REM Even came people out. People hated people REM. Like, they loved that song. Oh, oh, what the? F- so I will give you that. If you kind of connect Billy Joel's shittiest song with REM. Yeah, yeah. Then I'll give that, you that. That's probably the tie in because that's the only song I like everything okay. else I'm like dude you could hang me before I'd want to hear the piano sure you don't like you're not into so, yeah so uh, you got anything else on your list I don't that was it that was it that's no bonus too. no no bonus There's no bonus no bonus this time we spent our time talking about our scum devil friend yeah scum devil JP a shout out to you and uh, again uh, let us know if you want to be on the show yeah man give us a call Oh, wait, no, I don't think there's Yeah, I don't think he'd give us a call. I don't think there's a fucking phone number. He could just send another. Hey, call in to the show right now. Call in right now. Seventh caller gets a free vinyl record of our first podcast. Hey, everyone. And on that note, bye, bitches. Fork them.